Hello, I'm Rebecca Dale. I'm a life coach for women, energy healer, yoga and meditation teacher and podcaster. I'm your gal for all things self-development, self-belief, empowerment, self-love, healing and thriving and I am so excited to be bringing this podcast to you. This is a space where I'll be bringing guest experts to you from the wellness, spiritual and self-development world and where you'll be able to take so much value from the conversations we have here. Enjoy! And welcome to the Rebecca Dale Show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rebecca Dale Show. I'm so excited today because I have one of my very dear friends and also like coach, you've changed things so much for me. Um, Julietta, menstrual cycle nutritionist and period coach. Welcome. It's so good to have you here. Hello. Thank you for having me. I am so excited as always to be here having one of these lovely chats that we have. So thank you. Thank you. So really just starting off by introducing yourself to everyone who you are what you do and yeah let them know so obviously my name is Julieta I am a menstrual cycle nutritionist and period coach like you said so what does that mean right Uh, it means that I help women become friends with their menstrual cycles Um, I help women have better periods I help them fall in love with what it means to have hormones and feel differently every week of the month. Um, I really have a strong focus on food because I believe that food is medicine. And I started my professional kind of career in the wellness industry as a nutritionist. And it's still a huge part of what I do. And I love to use food intelligently to support hormones at all sorts of different levels. But my work goes beyond that. It's it's really about, yeah, like just inspiring women to to realize that it's not a curse to have a period right it's it's not a curse to be a bit moody it's about embracing ourselves in all our different states it's about really learning what's happening in our bodies every week of the month so that we can really like it sounds a bit cliche but step into the power of that week you know and just really harness it because we are not meant to feel the same every day of the month and you know I spent many years of my life beating myself up for not feeling the same and then I realized one day that I wasn't meant to and my life changed right so that's my work is all about that it's listen to your body what is your body telling you and how can you support your body the best and love it the best and sometimes it's not even like support it's just accept right and you're like okay today I'm gonna be a moody old cow okay I'm gonna love that I absolutely love everything that you've just said and you know how I feel about your work and what you do um it's totally amazing and like you know so empowering and and you know liberating for a lot of women I wonder if you could speak a bit about um the before and after in terms of because I think that's always a helpful lens to look from um especially if there's people listening who might not have really thought about working with a menstrual cycle or even considered that that's something that you might want to consider um Mm -hmm. and I think that I mean certainly for me even a couple of years ago it wasn't Mm -hmm. um so yeah I guess just sharing a bit around like your own experience and then also people that you've worked with around like the kind of stories that are running before and then after the uh, after the work, 
Yeah, no, absolutely. So my story is, you know, I've been working as a nutritionist for, I think it's coming up for 12, 13 years now, wellness, like even more than that. And um, my initial training was very kind of, you know, traditional, linear, blah, blah, blah. And for many years in my clinic with my one-to-one clients, my work was always around, I want to make you feel good every day of the month right and I quickly started working more with women than with men it was just a a natural kind of pull for me and I had some hormonal issues so I started getting deeper into hormonal health and then obviously that's the clients I was attracting but there was always something really strange something missing with my work which was I always used to feel like a bit of a failure because you know clients would come back and they'd be like oh you know I still felt really tired the week before my period. And I would take that as a personal fail. I'd be like, oh, I failed as a nutritionist. They don't have 10 out of 10 energy every day of the month, right? And that's really hard when you are really, you know, you've got your client's best interests at heart and you want them to do all this stuff. But I then realized that I was aiming for the impossible or I was I was totally aiming for the wrong thing. Does that make sense? It was like, it's having a goal that is just not in line with, with what you can achieve it's just completely off and and weird um and it was when I discovered you know that we have four states this is insane because I did all like I went deep into hormone health at university you know when I did my nutrition degree but no one there ever told me that a woman has four stages to her menstrual cycle like we talked a bit about you know, obviously periods and ovulation, but nothing else. And it was only when I read a book called Woman Code by Elisa Vitti, which is like probably the first book of its kind to say, hang on a minute, did you know we have four stages in the cycle and at every stage hormones are different and therefore we actually should feel different every week of the cycle? I mean, that blew my mind because I'd done all this science and no one ever ever really talked about this. So that's when things started changing for me personally, but also for my clients, because the conversation was no longer around, yeah, you know, I want you to wake up two days before your period, feeling like superwoman. The conversation was not about that anymore. It was like, okay, so how do you feel when you wake up two days before your period? What I want you to do is to feel your best in that week. I want you to understand what's happening. And I want you to be gentle with yourself. And I want you to eat and sleep and move in a way that supports you rather than both of us feeling bad that you're not down the gym or running a 5K, you know, run and, you know, having like a green smoothie for breakfast, which is what we were trying to do. But now I realize that that was all just completely the wrong way to approach it, right? Um, So that was a big moment. And I started doing a lot of the work myself. I started tracking my cycle. I started seeing how my energy changed. And then I started doing it with my clients. And it was huge because, well, first of all, for me personally, the guilt disappeared. The guilt disappeared for my own life. Like, oh, it's okay not to want to do this every day or the same things every day, but also working with clients. Like we were getting much further, right? Because there was a lot of acceptance. There was no, yeah, again, it's guilt. Guilt is a big one that comes up again and again. Um, And we were really working with um. Yeah, with our own energies, our hormonal levels, everything. And, you know, like the stories were that before. It was like my story and many women I've worked with, the story is, oh, why can't I feel like this every day? Why can't I be productive every day? The why, 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 you know, why? And and the, the shaming and the blaming and all that. And then the story shifted to, oh, okay, I know why I can't be. I'm not meant to be like that. 
and I want to do things differently. And that, I mean, that is a sort of in terms of mindset and the, the internal things we tell each other, it changes your life. It really does. So I would say that is the biggest story that shifts within all of us when we start working like this. And it's like trying to fix something that's not broken, isn't it? Yeah. Like when yeah. you when you were talking there, I was like, yeah, like it is silly. Like, um, and obviously we'll explain why this is silly a little bit a little bit more in just a second. But um, I always thought I always um, sorry when I was first doing this work and reading the books and like tracking my own cycle and getting to know the mm. four different stages of the cycle. I was like, yeah, like, why do we try to force ourselves? I think I said it one time, it's like, we are trying to, we're like round holes, pardon the pun, but I'm not pardoning the pun, <laughs> like round holes trying to fit into square pegs as as yeah. like menstrual cyclers, like menstruators, whatever you want to call it. Like, it, it doesn't mm. actually make sense for us to to try and uh fit a mold that we that we don't fit like and and that I let like let's 100% expand on that because mm. I think that's something to draw attention to isn't it with all of this I mean I, I love those two things you say fixing something that's not broken you know how many times have we thought that our bodies are broken because you know you're not waking up every day and wanting to go to the gym or you feel tired or whatever and the mold thing is such a good analogy because that's exactly what it is we are trying to fit female physiology and female hormone levels into a society that is totally built for male hormones right if we want to look at it that way so it's it, it's it's literally like bashing your head against a brick wall morning noon and night but nobody tells you that there is a different way so you assume that is the only way and we just do it again and again and again and again and you know I've talked about this graph many many times and it's on my Instagram I think I need to do another post of it because it's quite far down now but it's like if you look at chart of women's hormones and men's hormones during the month they're completely different you know women's one is like quite roller coastery lots of dips and troughs and then and highs and then a the male one is just a straight line every day like testosterone starts in the morning comes down up you know like what the hell are we doing we're trying to live like that which is just impossible um so yeah I love I really like that yeah it's totally the wrong mold it's like <laughs> I don't know we're trying to like I don't know bake a, do a cupcake but instead we're doing you know I don't know putting it into like one of those round cake tins or something and it's just all going wrong isn't it <laughs> yeah, totally and I think um I know we like we, we laugh but it's so sad it's yeah. so sad because like we as people who practice this and obviously you it's your area of expertise and how you support mm. people you know the other side of the coin is it's really fucking annoying that like we don't get told any of this when we're growing up yeah. like it's like so shamed to talk about like periods I think I remember like maybe having like one sex education lesson at primary school maybe a couple mm -hmm. more lessons in secondary school and it was all mm -hmm. around like periods really nothing about ovulation or the other part oh. of the cycle nothing like I didn't even know until uh early last year that um it's actually f with someone I've got quite a regular cycle but I'm only probably fertile for around three four days of the month right and we're Absolutely. like with hormones the contraceptive pill from well for me it was like from being 15 obviously precautionary like having sex and everything mm. but 
if that's the purpose of it, like I to not get to not get pregnant, it's like well, that's not really mostly it's not like going to happen anyway because we're only really that window of opportunity really is quite small over the entire cycle, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, so many, this is so common for so many women, like clients will get in touch and they're like, you know, I want to stop taking the pill. There is a greater awareness now that women want to understand what's happening with their hormones or they get side effects they don't like. And then they're like, I want to stop, but I'm scared I'm going to get pregnant. And it's like, okay, let's unpick this, right? You do know that you can only really get pregnant three or four days in the whole cycle, maximum a week. And that's like with women who are particularly really fertile right but most of us it's a window of three or four days and like you say we then bombard our body with hormones for the entire month because we just don't trust it right it's all this kind of fear and like you say the education is atrocious in schools I mean but think about what I just I said to you like um, a few minutes ago even at university yeah. There wasn't, you know, it was like, and this was like a biochemistry, you know, we were doing the full on, it was a science degree. And even there, there was no acknowledgement of the four phases of the cycle. So what hope do we stand at even at higher education that wasn't happening, let alone, you know, I sort of like at, at, at the sort of like the infant school level and all of that. And it's, I'm so, so passionate about trying to get the message out, you know, to, to mothers and daughters and even, you know, fathers and involve everybody in this conversation and let's, let's learn because um, I don't know what it was like for you when well, you've talked about going on the pill young but I don't know for me potentially there were 10 or 15 years when I didn't trust my body like one bit right like it was just like this body that was ready to like immediately like get pregnant if I didn't you know like and it's just like insane and there was so much like I don't know just shame and and lack of understanding and mistrust and all of those things that we we just don't want the younger generations to to grow up with and I think it is changing a little bit like there's still a lot of work to do but it is changing yeah agreed and it all comes from that like embedded like belief systems as well that we that that's a thing like even you know like having the awareness but then it's still like you know removing those layers of like years and years and years of of not trusting isn't it that that is yeah as well and so let's talk about the four stages of the cycle Mm -hmm. Like I get giddy talking about this. <laughs> it's so groundbreaking and amazing. So yes, share what what are the four stages? Yeah, so there. Yeah, like we said, there's four stages, and I really love working with the um, four seasons kind of model because I find it easy to understand. We know what seasons do externally, so we can just apply that knowledge to our like biology, our internal makeup, and they are so similar to what's happening externally that it's a really great model. And you can get really, really deep, or keep it as simple as possible. So that's why I love it. Um, so to run through the four seasons, um, we start with winter usually, which is when we are bleeding, when we have our periods, right? And that, you know, if you we pause to think about that for a second, it makes total sense. How do we feel when we've got our periods? We want to hibernate. We want to stay indoors. We want to rest. We want to sleep. How do we feel in winter you know we're heading towards winter now like how are we starting to feel and it's all about we want to eat things that nourish us that are warming so it's all the same stuff in terms of the hormones this is a time when your hormones are at their lowest so our main hormones that we think about when we talk about the menstrual cycle are estrogen and progesterone the two and one of them is like estrogen is like woo, you know look at me 
the Beyonce hormone, we like to call her. And then progesterone is much calmer, much more like, oh, I want to nest, etc. And I'll talk about them a bit more as we go along. But yeah, so when we got our periods, they're both really low. And they influence like mood, behavior, motivation, blah, blah. So if they're low, we're just like generally, you don't have to be necessarily low, like in mood, but we're just a bit quiet, aren't we? And think about winter outside, what's happening not very much externally internally you know that resting and all that is going to then lead to like a better spring right so we've got this kind of transition spring is when estrogen starts to come up and starts to rise and that's when we start our energy starts to rise we feel a bit more energized we're a bit more like oh you know I want to start being seen by the world I always laugh because like when I'm bleeding I'm like baggy jumpers tracksuits you know the the works and then all of a sudden I'm like oh I look at a dress in the wardrobe and I'm like yeah yeah yeah. I think I'm nearly ready to wear that you know like the thought you can feel that shift and you're like okay um and that's like eating slightly lighter foods you might want to move a bit more you start thinking more about your plans right you're a bit like oh yeah I want to do this I want to do that it's that that kind of like like spring basically and then we get to summer which is the peak it's ovulation this is when a little egg will pop out of our ovaries and go down the fallopian tube it's when we're fertile it's when estrogen is at its peak and that's when we feel I don't want to call it our best because I think every part of the cycle has its good points and I want to start moving away from that narrative of feeling your best only here right but it's like this is when we feel most energized this is the phase that society likes the most. They uh-huh. like ovulating women, yeah. right? Because we are people pleasers, we're sexy, we're fertile. I mean, we tick every single box in the patriarchy quite nicely at this point. Yeah, I was going to say that. Like, the, I was like, we feel our best because we're more accepted at this time. Yes. Than- <laughs> so, yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, we're not... We're not, we're going to come to in autumn in a minute, but we're not, we're not speaking, you know, from our wild woman. We're like people pleasing because estrogen is about people pleasing because ultimately we want to be attractive to a mate because, you know, regardless of whether you want to have a child or not, that's biologically what the drive is. So you're like, oh yeah, I'll do that. Yes, 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 yes. So, you know, everybody loves an ovulating woman, you know, because she's just in that people pleasing, um, attractive, whatever mode. But I mean, it is a great time. Um, you know, we our appetite goes down. We're just not hungry. Estrogen suppresses your appetite. You've got boundless energy. So, you know, exercising comes easy at this time. Um, inspiration. There's, there's a lot going on there. Very energetic time. Mm-hmm. And then we move into um, in uh, autumn, which is, this is a bit of a funny time. And, you know, this is where PMS can live and, and all the more kind of less um, sort of like socially acceptable kinds of traits and characteristics and moods. Um, so it's a bit of a funny time in terms of hormones. We get estrogen starts coming down. That can cause a bit of a dip in mood. Then progesterone rises, which can make us feel quite calm, but also want to nest. It's that, oh, I want to start settling in a bit. I want to start getting cozy because progesterone is actually the main hormone in pregnancy. Whether you've got pregnant or not, if you've ovulated, you will produce a bit of progesterone. And it's that beginning, in case you've got pregnant, the body's fascinating, isn't it? Because the body's like, well, in case you're pregnant, we don't know yet, it's a bit early. But in case you are, let's nest and let's get ready for the pregnancy, which I think is amazing. Um, and then uh, and then the both hormones start coming, coming down. Well, estrogen peaks again a little bit. So you could have sometimes like maybe three or four days before your period, you have a, oh, 
moment again and then it comes down again and then that's the the pms the the lack of energy the fuck off world basically you know that's that kind of feel um but you know there is an element of really like speaking your truth at this time you don't have the estrogen goggles anymore you know it's almost like they come off and you're like right this is when you will have an argument with your partner for not washing the dishes. This is when, like, you know, a colleague at work pisses you off and you say what you really wanted to say. Um, so it can be really, yeah, yeah. And it can be, be really, like, um, harnessed and harvested for good, you know what I mean? Or for your kind of, like, yeah, for moving on in your life because you're much more likely to have those conversations, those difficult ones here than, like, in other times of your cycle. And then we repeat the whole thing again. If we get to the end of inner autumn, our period starts and we go into winter and that's how it goes round and round and round. So it is beautiful. And I can obviously, as you know, talk about it every day, every hour, every minute. (laughs) And and same here, because it is, first of all, it's incredible. But second of all, it's so powerful to know. Mm. And it's Mm. so like... It's also just the most natural thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And um, I was just wondering, like, can you um, pick out, I guess, I think you call them, like, the superpowers of each season. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Could we talk about yeah. that a little bit? <clears throat> Absolutely, yeah. So, yeah, superpowers. And there, is, there are superpowers in every stage, and that's what I love the most, right? So, winter you would think that this, maybe you'd be like, well, what superpower is there when I've got my period? I feel personally one of the biggest superpowers is A, the ability to to rest, the ability to access your intuition, ability to meditate and be still. Like, I don't know if, you know, um, anybody listening to this has tried to meditate on their periods, but it is like a, the ovulating mind is a crazy mind, right? It's like beep, 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 all these things coming in all the time. Whereas, you know, you're, you're, you're just because hormones affect all the hemispheres of your brain. And when, you, when you're bleeding, it's when you have the most sort of crosstalk between left and right hemisphere. And it's a really beautiful time for, yeah, deep, like, yeah, just deep meditation or like accessing deep, like um, downloads, intuitions, all of that. I would say that's one of the superpowers of the period. The problem is we're quite resistant to accessing it. I think, you know, we're a bit like, mm, but it is it is so amazing for that. And if you surrender to the stillness of this period, like no pun, well, pun intended, then you're just going to, you know, really just the benefits of it. You know, some people even talk, some menstrual cycle um, coaches talk about going to bleed on it, you know, so if you've got like a big thing that you need to kind of, a problem or something you need to work out, you go and you bleed on it. So when you've got your period, go and do some meditation, set the intention that you want to allow your subconscious to work on it. And it's such a powerful time for this kind of stuff. It's also very powerful for ideation. So it's almost like, it's not quite inspiration. It's almost like the deeper, you know, like life kind of planning and stuff can come through at this point. It's a very very intuitive time and I would say that's one of the, the superpowers of, of your bleed of inner winter then inner spring I think the superpower of inner spring is can be inspiration so it's almost like you've had the ideation right and now it's starting to come come to life 
that's like when you can really access that kind of the ideas and the brainstorming comes and all of a sudden possibility i would say that the that sense of possibility is huge um in inner spring as it is outside right like you know like that feeling when you see those daffodils coming out and like everything just leaves on trees it's that sense of you know i think that is a beautiful beautiful superpower and really you know if you run your own business or you've got a project or anything this is such a good time to really receive the inspiration for it and and the brainstorm and the planning and all that is such a wonderful time um then in a summer i would say one of the superpowers is the energy that you get in in a summer right it's like boosh, this explosion and this is like I will always say pause and think what you want to use the energy for because otherwise, and we've talked about this before, otherwise it's almost like too much. It's almost like yeah. too many ideas, too many things I want to do, like blah, blah, blah. And it's like, how are you going to channel this energy? Like for sometimes in my business, I'm like, okay, this is where I'm going to actually sit down and write like four or five posts. I've had the ideas already. I didn't have the energy to write them. I'm going to write them. And then, you know, I can put them out later on in the month, that kind of stuff when I don't really feel like doing too much, that, that kind of work. It's this kind of idea. Or if you're doing some other project, this might be the time to, to, to create the bulk of the project, right? Using that energy because it's, it's those, those are those days when you just feel unstoppable and you start something at, you know, like seven o'clock in the morning and it's like midnight and you're still like, bah, bah, bah. And it's, it's, it's that harnessing that, beautiful energy um and then in the autumn again super powerful time like it's a wonderful time for reviewing and you know we can sometimes feel a bit critical of ourselves advantage it can be brilliant so if there's a situation that you really want to analyze and think about you know is this working in my life you know like you know it could be a work project it could be a relationship it could be whatever right this is a time to review it's also a really good time you're very your eye for detail is huge is, is, is really like like tuned in at this time so if you've got to do stuff like going through accounts or copy like reading like editing something this is such an easy time to do that so I would say in autumn is all about you know review assess and honest assessment because in we've talked about this before in your inner summer you'll be like yeah my life is amazing everything's so good I love it you know and then you get to inner autumn and you're like actually this is shit and it's pissing me off right yeah. this has to go do you know what I mean like there's a much more honest appraisal of stuff going on so those are some of the superpowers I mean there's I think every woman has a different like expression of them so we can do things differently but I would say these are very common ones for most women and it's so interesting hearing you say that because I like resonate with that with all of those things like so much and I think what is so um meaningful about all of this is like developing the a, a different perception of what it means to be someone who has a period who bleeds because that that model isn't really presented or certainly in my experience I never mm. thought that like actually this is really great because because it means that we have like this really um I kind of want to say like it's special and it's like an it's it's spiritual as well it's like mm -hmm. beautiful it's spiritual but it's also very of the earth isn't mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. the, the internal experience that we have as as 
person with female hormones is just like quite profound and amazing Mm -hmm. and changing that lens from I, I don't even think that I had like a particular view either way actually I don't think I've ever been someone who's like I hate my period or anything but mm. I just certainly didn't have like a positive outlook yeah. um yeah so where do I get started you know this you hear these messages it resonates and then you're like okay so where to start I mean I would say a brilliant place to start is with tracking your cycle right just starting to understand what your body experiences, how it manifests for you, because we are all different. So obviously the inner seasons are a wonderful model, but they all express themselves differently. So the first thing to do is, you know, download a period app, start tracking in a journal. Um, I've got a little free resource that we can put in the show notes if you want, on you know, like different ways of tracking. Um, really, it's about choosing a way that works for you. And, you know, you can you can try different things, see what works for you. Even if it's just like if you're already journaling, just learning to write down the day that you're on in your cycle and a few words. Um, and important to know, day one of your cycle is the first day of your period. So it's like, you know, if you're listening to this now and you have no idea where you are, wait until you get your period and that's day one and then just commit to a few little words every day you know you can go to town you can like write pages and pages or like you might just want to write something about your energy just start with what feels right for you um you know because you may be somebody who's concerned or interested in symptoms or maybe you want to like look a little bit about like maybe it's affecting your sleep or your mood so start tracking that if that feels right and with time you can make it your own and really learn about yourself. And, you know, the more you track, the more information you'll gather and the more you'll be able to kind of like spot patterns. So look at the end, what I love doing is I, I, you know, I do my, I put it in my journal. I have an app. I mean, I'm a bit of a maniac. I have it on my phone. I have it on my like calendar and I also have it like I do a journal and then I kind of crisscross them all. But, um, one of the things I love doing when I get to the day one or two of my next bleed, I sit down and I look at the month and I'm like, okay, so what what happened last month? And I'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, I can see energy was really bad on day 21. And then you might see that after three or four months, your energy is always bad on day 21 or very low. And you're like, now I know day 21 is not a day when I see clients or maybe this is a day when I'm not going to go to the gym or whatever right and that's when you start building in your own like hacks shall we call them and your own strategies um and you know once you and then you can refer back to the four seasons model as well a little bit and go okay oh look you know you know, I told you that inner spring is generally a great time for most people, but for you, inner spring might not be the best season, right? But it's all about learning and, and, and how it expresses itself for you and then going, okay. And that's when you really kind of can get very, like, personal. It's almost like the ultimate life coaching, health coaching tool, isn't it? Because, mm-hmm. you know, and coaching is all about you hold the answers inside you. Well, this is like you really do, like your hormones are going to help you so much as long as you understand them and give them space to like communicate with you um, because hormones are actually molecules of communication but we don't often listen to them you know (laughs) so like just I think tracking is the number one thing and then you know if you're like okay but what can I do so I always think it's quite nice to start around your period because it's the easiest time you exactly know where you are right so maybe do things like start eating to support yourself during your period a bit or pencil in like a you know 
a half hour rest on your first day of your period or maybe like I said like eat some like iron rich foods little little things that really can start marking out the, the whole cycle you know and then what you might want to do is okay you know so my period is day one two weeks later I'm probably ovulating so maybe that day I might want to look at maybe going to meet friends or that's when I'm going to make myself a really like a smoothie bursting with veg and stuff, you know, that you can just play around with it. Um, I mean, obviously I can talk about this forever and it's about going out and learning all the things you can do. But I, I really think that tracking and maybe starting with supporting yourself when you're bleeding is such a good place to, to start the whole kind of menstrual cycle work, basically. And I was just also like in all of that, like what you've just shared, like there's so much, so many tips there. And like, I can't like encourage people. I can't encourage you enough to do mm. this because it really is like, it really is life changing. Like it really, it it really, really, <laughs> is like I, like that's such a heartfelt, like mm. it really is. Um, and, um, I was just wondering there if I suppose what I'm what I'm what I'm trying to say is the the benefit of all of this like it's all all well and good because we're people who do it and practice mm. it and live it but mm. I think if there's anything that I would say on this and you can expand on it more is like this will change like and the reason that it's life-changing is because first of all it'll change your perception of who you are and how you yeah. operate but secondly um like your physical health your mental health your emotional health all mm. of those things suddenly like the lens changes in, into this like full integration of all of those things because your cycle is literally guiding you as to how to work with each of those things at any given point isn't yeah. aren't they yeah um yeah. yeah like feel free to expand on that in your yeah, no no, no. I completely agree with you it really and you know it, how many times have we heard the word life-changing for yeah. so many things, right but this exactly. is actually life-changing and mm-hmm. I think the, the 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 most amazing thing about it is is that it's, it's there's no longer anybody else telling you what to do I mean obviously people like myself can guide you but ultimately your body tells you what to do it's all of it all of it is there right so um I did a post the other day about Monday mornings like how I used to really struggle with Mondays mm-hmm. because you know you wake up and you know social media would be full of like Monday motivation smash the week blah 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 and then I'd wake up on a Monday morning and I was maybe like in my inner autumn and I didn't feel like smashing the week I felt like smashing a wall in probably <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean and it's just like <laughs> yeah and then like, the whole day would be awful because I'd be like what's wrong with me oh my god I haven't been productive blah 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 blah, blah. And now I wake up and the first thing I ask myself is, all right, well, where am I in my cycle today? You know, and if Monday it tends to, is an inner autumn day or I'm bleeding, I am not going to try and smash the week. I'm just going to get through the day, you know, and I'm going to, I'm going to try, I'm going to put things in place to support myself. And it is huge. It's absolutely massive, massive, massive. And again, I've said it many times already on our chat today, but it's the whole guilt thing just goes out the window, you know, it just, and that I think 
so many women, we have so much guilt around so many things because we have to be so many things to so many different people. You know, all of a sudden it's like, actually, no, I have this compass inside me that's telling me what I need to do. I have these messages coming through to me. And that's almost like where, it, it, like you said, it goes onto the spiritual almost. It's like these messages are coming through from these hormones and I just need to listen to them and mm-hmm. my, everything will change just enormously. Um, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine, another coach earlier this morning, and she was like, oh, you know, I do the menstrual cycle work, but I, for, for some reason, for a few days, I forgot. And then this morning, I was like, what is wrong with me? Like, why am I questioning everything? And then she's like, oh, I looked at my calendar and I was like, oh, yes, inner autumn, inner critic, it's all good. You know, all of a sudden, it's it's fine. We're just like, okay, this is happening. I know what I need to do now and how to work with it. And it just, oh, just makes all the difference. Yeah, it really does. Um, so... I would love for you to share um, any final things that you want to share, actually, but also like people who are listening, who, mm. I mean, I can't imagine everyone's just going to be like, oh my God. <laughs> um, but share how people can find you, you know, what you've got going on, um, any offerings mm. that you want, that you've got going on, um, mm-hmm. share away. Yeah. So obviously, I mean, I'm quite active on Instagram and I am at hormones underscore in underscore harmony um so that's a great place if you want to just take advantage of my free content and stuff i just love educating and inspiring women so and obviously just coming into the dms if you've got a more personal question um i do run online programs there will be one being launched soon but i'm not 100 sure on the date it's um how actually it's all about the four seasons so that's a great program for cyclical living there is an exciting new offering coming up for coaches like and how to um make your sync your cycle with your business so that's going to be coming out in the next few months which i think is going to be amazing like you know so exciting about so excited about that and i also offer one-to-one work as well where um that's like if you want to like get hormonally tested really find out what's happening with you and then we build in all the menstrual cycle work alongside that and that's kind of like the the top offering like one-to-one learn everything you need to learn about yourself and your body and really empower yourself so those are that's what's going on at the moment and there's always new ideas and stuff coming along um so yeah and i love connecting with people so come and say hello even if it's like you know just out of interest or random messages I love them so yeah, so yeah. amazing I'm going to pop all of that information in the show notes as well so people have a place just to click and find it straight away mm-hmm. but G Julieta Queen G <laughs> I love that <laughs> thank you so much for this conversation thank you for sharing all of your wisdom and just Oh, I don't even know how what word to say. Like, just really bringing forward these how important all of this is. Always, like, it's always so important for us to be having these conversations. And I cannot thank yeah. you enough for oh. for being a pioneer of that. Um, love you, lords. Thank you for being here, and I will see you soon. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening today. I'm so grateful to you for being here. If you love today's episode, what would be amazing is if you could leave a review and share this podcast with your friends. If you want to connect with me more, you'll find me on Instagram at underscore Rebecca underscore Dale, where you'll find all the ways that we can work together at the link in my bio there. I love you so much and have a gorgeous rest of your day.